everybody, I'm Arthur. And I'm Jared, and you're listening to Unheard Of. Welcome back to another great week, everybody. I'm your man, Jared. To my left side on the screen here, we got ABG. How you been this week, man? Oh, pretty good, man. Just uh, still working at this new job and uh, just enjoying it, really. Just enjoying life right now. Just trying to, uh, I mean, I I was about to say trying to stay COVID-free, but I already had it. And so, I mean, I don't think I can get it again (laughs) for a minute, so... You know, just wearing wear my mask and trying to live life, you know. How about you, man? How's your week been going? My week has been pretty long at work, but it's been productive and good. Family's good. Uh, now, um, even as this podcast comes out on Monday, uh, my part of the country will be pretty ravaged in uh, snow. We're getting a pretty big one. They, they're saying it could be the big one this year. Uh, Denver's looking at getting up to like 60 inches. Cheyenne, Wyoming, which is where I work. So looking to get in possibly more. So, yeah, we're getting hit pretty hard, but um, uh, it'll be fun. You know, maybe I can take the kids sledding or something. And how how many how many inches of snow did you say that, that I could get up to? Uh, sixty. Yeah. Sixty inches. That's it's, that's damn unheard of. I know. Name of the show. Uh, but it's weird because we, like, even in the army, we moved to D.C. And then we were there for a blizzard where they had gotten the most snow they had seen in like, you know, a decade or so. So, I don't know. I'm just starting to think that wherever we go, we're going to experience like the biggest storms that they have. Yeah, you're just the uh, uh, bad omen for snow wherever you go. Yeah, exactly. Um, we get a lot more out here than we did in D.C. on just a normal day. Um, but, you know, it's been pretty good. Um, I think Biden just said what uh, all adults should be eligible by May for the vaccine and Colorado just came out and said you can you should be eligible uh, by mid to late April so yeah we're just kind of waiting our turn Um, but we'll we'll go get it whenever um, you know time gets there for us to walk up in line yeah they're uh, they're giving vaccines at the Walmart in town now so Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think uh, when my time comes, I'd probably prefer to get the Johnson & Johnson. I mean... Just just have it one time and get it out of the way? Yeah, I mean, it's just one shot, and I'm pretty young anyways, so I feel like if I get it, you know, I could beat it. I haven't had it yet, I don't think, so... But yeah, that's what we're doing. And um, for all of all... Yeah, getting tongue-tied on you this week, but... <laughs> Um, for all of our listeners, appreciate you being back, and without further ado, we'll get right into it. ABG, tell us about some of the filming that's wrapped up this week. Alright, so the filming has been, has been wrapped uh, today, I guess, for uh, the new Batman film starring Robert Pattinson, the Batman, that is just a, what it's aptly titled, and... You know, just based off of that teaser trailer that they released, was it last year? Yeah. Um, and they said they used like 25% of, of like, you know, the whole film and footage. And like, I mean, 
it, it's shaping up to be probably one of the best Batman movies. I mean, I, I'm I'm super excited. I don't know if you saw the the teaser trailer yet or not, but just that just that one scene of the guy with the face paint asking him who he is, and then just Batman absolutely whooping his ass, and then telling everybody that that he is vengeance. Like, um, I'm super pumped. No, I, yeah, I've seen the trailer and I really like it because uh, I was starting to think that Batman couldn't be impressive much anymore because they've only got like 300 films of him. Uh, but yeah, when he like freaking just breaks all the bones in that man's body after just getting asked who he is, I was uh, I was pretty hyped. So I'm I'm looking forward to it also. And also like looking at the looking at the cast. Uh, give me a second. I'm gonna pull it up. Mm-mm-mm. Like they got Robert Pattinson, Zoe Kravitz. They got Colin Farrell as Penguin. Yeah. Did you actually see his uh, images of the transformation that he got? Yes. Like he he looks amazing, and like you can't even really tell that's him. Yeah, no. And maybe maybe we can get Jared to pull up a, a picture of him as uh, while we're talking about him. But the the, the set pictures that I've seen of him, uh, you can't you can't even tell that's him. And so, and then they're doing the Riddler and everything. Like, I'm a, I'm excited for them to bring the the Riddler uh, to a more kind of like a more serious Batman film. I'm excited for the story, yeah, because it seems like uh, it seems like this trilogy that they're planning is going to be way more grounded and solely focused on Batman and him actually being a detective instead of just a billionaire who can buy everything. So, yeah. um. Of course, he's both, but still, um, I'm pretty excited, yeah. I mean, and I am honestly, uh, I was one of the Robert Pattinson doubters until I saw the teaser. Oh, yeah. Like, when I when they first announced that they were, they were uh, doing Batman with Robert Pattinson, I was like, I mean, he's a he's a pretty good actor and, and all, but I mean, I don't know if he could, if he should be in like a, uh, kind of like an action film, kind of like this. But then I saw him in uh, Tenet. And of course, that made me even more excited to uh, see him do more action. Yeah. No, no, I think it's it should be good. Um, maybe one of these days we'll get a Man of Steel too, uh, but who knows? DC's pretty focused on uh, just doing whatever on the fly. And you know how you know how in uh, what 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 was it was it Justice League when they did. Uh, initial reshoots for it the first time uh uh how they had to digitally erase uh his mustache yep. the the actor his, superman his, his name is escaping me right now henry cavill yeah henry cavill they had to digitally erase his mustache um for for man of steel 2 he should just have a mustache they should just keep it i i saw that the uh the latest teaser for Zack snyder's justice league um, or the latest trailer, I guess, had basically a full, full-on scene with, um, you know, Superman uh, in the black suit and everything. And I yeah. was like, that—that's what everybody was really looking for in the first one. Yeah. Um, instead of him just being like all shirtless and evil. Yeah. Exactly. But um, oh. Back to the Batman, though. I mean, I'm looking through the cast again, and they have uh, Andy Serkis playing um, Alfred. So, wow. 
I mean, I, I mean, I love Andy Serkis. His work that he different. did in, uh, yeah, his his work that he did in um, Black Panther was really good when he played Claw. Planet of the Apes. Or Planet of the Apes. I mean, yeah, he's a he's a he, he does a lot of uh, motion capture stuff. He was also, he was in the what the Lord of the Rings too, right? Yeah, he played um, Gollum. Yeah, yeah. So. so he's done a lot of mo- motion capture stuff. So like, I, I like seeing him now in more. Um, like live action stuff, you know what I'm saying? Because I feel like he's really he's really good. So, I mean, I'm just fully excited for this movie. I feel like they can't do anything wrong with this with this cast and with this story. So, I mean, we'll just see. We'll just see. It comes out next year. So, yeah, I don't think um, these movies shouldn't be that disappointing. Like honestly, I kind of like the Dark Knight trilogy too from Christopher Nolan. Um, where DC's gotten everything messed up was trying to connect all these other films together. That's yeah. where everything gets messy uh, for them. But their solo films mostly have been decent. Oh yeah, uh, and I didn't even know they were doing a trilogy with uh, Robert Pattinson's Batman. So yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. They've already scheduled a whole trilogy for it. Uh, I'm trying to think. Andy Serkis had an upcoming film that he directed or maybe it's already happened he directed yeah oh yeah venom the second venom that's coming out this year he directed uh venom let there be carnage oh wow okay 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 and you know he's obviously he knows his motion capture stuff so i'm looking forward to that one too oh yeah they're probably gonna make that movie look 10 times better than the first one. Oh yeah um um and then what they have Woody Harrelson in it uh, too, so yeah, I mean, that's that's gonna be good. Did they did they say whether or not they're uh, put that Tom Holland is gonna be in there or not? Uh, they haven't they haven't confirmed it, but I thought he was gonna show up in uh, Morbius. Morbius, okay, and that's the one with Jared Leto, right? Yeah. You know, I haven't I haven't gotten the chance to see the. The movie with him and Denzel Washington that was on uh, HBO Max. I didn't. I didn't hear too many things about it. I didn't hear anything good or bad, really. I don't know I, if you got it, if you watched it, but it, I mean it's off of uh, HBO Max now. But I don't think I've seen it hmm. with Jared Leto and Denzel Washington. Yeah, uh, the little things. Oh no, I haven't seen it. Because, I mean, I watched the first maybe hour of it, but it yeah. was, but I was going to pick it up again another time, but it was, like, literally the last day uh, for it to be on HBO Max. I mean, from what I saw, it was it was, it was pretty decent. I, I didn't get a chance to see Jerry Little act in it. I just saw him. I got to a scene where, like, Daniel Washington's character comes into where he works, and when he's leaving, you just got to get a close-up shot of uh, Jared Little just, like, staring at him. But I'm I'm surprised Jared Leto is still even acting. Are you? Uh, I mean, he had those huge sexual harassment accusations or whatever a couple of years ago. No, I didn't and, hear about uh, that. Yeah, dude, there's a big thing about it. Um, God, I'm trying to think. There's an image in particular too where um, he's winning an Oscar, and they've got uh, Brie Larson. Like kind of staring him down. <laughs> oh wow! Uh, I'm trying to think. 
of a. I mean, were the were the accusations serious and 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 everything? Like, I mean, I mean, I, I mean, like I said, I didn't hear anything about that. I I mean, I don't know how serious they were, but I do remember that that was a big thing. Um. So. I guess it wasn't too big of a deal because he's still acting and everything, so. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I guess. But um, I, I'm, I was gonna say I was definitely excited to see him in, in Morbius, but I mean, I don't know now. I mean, he's a good actor. Uh, he is. So, <laughs> you you should probably still be excited, I guess, for the movie. Yeah. Have you seen that? What uh, for Morbius? Yeah. Have they? They've already started filming. Yeah, well, they got you know they got shut down last year with COVID and all, but uh, they had already released a teaser last year. I, no, I haven't, I haven't even seen that yet. I saw, I mean, I saw a few screen uh, grabs of him in uh, Justice League, but um, some people were thinking that his Morbius film is kind of connected to the Spider-Man like multiverse. Yeah. Um, because there's one image that pops up in that trailer that's got a picture of Spider-Man. Um. And it's like graffiti on a wall, and it's, I'm pretty sure it labels Spider-Man as a murderer, because you know the whole Mysterio stuff. Um, but the image of Spider-Man wasn't like Tom Holland's Spider-Man. It looked more like Andrew Garfield's outfit in The Amazing Spider-Man 2, but, it, I mean, I could be confusing it with the Sam Raimi films, too. Okay. Dang. I mean, what, the, uh, the one with... Andrew Garfield, his Spider-Man, doesn't his costume have, like, more blue in it? Uh, well, the second one kind of looks more like Sam Raimi's costume. Yeah. But it's, like, way more uh, modernized, I guess. It's, like, it's kind of brighter, and the eyes are a lot more, uh, they're bigger. So, honestly, the suit in Andrew Garfield's second Spider-Man film is my favorite suit out of all of them in every single film that Spider-Man's had yet. I'm not going to lie, I don't think I've seen Amazing Spider-Man 2 since it came out in theaters. Hmm. There's so much of that movie I forgot about. And uh, well, probably the, the first one, too. I I don't know. I, don't, the, I feel like the Amazing Spider-Man movies to me don't have much re replay value. Yeah, well, they don't. But uh, I do like the suit. Uh, maybe my camera will show it maybe it won't i don't think uh yeah i see it i got you i got you you can kind of see it it looks that's probably my favorite suit out of all the uh, films but um are you wearing a you wearing a hog shirt i am i mean hey with their with their new with their new uh new new head coach and their recent three game winning streak since they got their head coach uh, I mean, maybe maybe it's time to be proud of the Hawks again. Well, Nate McMillan is a proven head coach uh, in the league. So now that we got him running things, I feel more confident in the team um, because it doesn't seem like Lloyd Pierce was able to kind of capture the drama of the team. Uh, literally, you know, there was all that crap going around about John Collins calling Trey out for uh, – you know, not passing the ball or whatever, even though Trey was literally, like, in the top five for assists in the league. 
So, but you haven't really heard much drama since they fired Lloyd Pierce. And, uh, I mean, that sucks because I know they fired him literally like a week after he had a baby. So, uh, I mean, he'll land on his feet. He's a millionaire. He's, yeah. he's a well-respected coach, so I'm sure he'll get an assistant job um, and then maybe be a head coach again one day. But uh, I'm excited. I don't think we're going to really do that much this year because in the East you've literally got the huge super team that is the Brooklyn Nets now. Like they've literally got Kyrie Irving, Kevin Durant, James Harden, and they just added Blake Griffin. Um, and then the 76ers are really good this year under Doc Rivers. Yeah. Um, Boston probably won't make too much noise. Um, Atlanta, we probably really won't. Maybe, depending depending on if we can move our seed status up. Like if we're the eight seed going in, oh, we don't even make it around in the playoffs. But if we're like maybe the fifth or sixth seed, we could possibly survive. But like if we had to go up against like the Brooklyn Nets, it's it's probably just a done deal, like a sweep. Yeah. Um I mean we played we played the uh the Nets what twice this season already? Yeah, we beat them once. We, I said we beat them once out of once out of that. So I mean I mean I feel like you never know. I think Nate McMillan is a good defensive-minded coach. Um, and I think the three-game win streak shows for that. Um, but I'm really – I'm more looking so towards next year. Yeah, yeah. I mean, at this point, uh, the East is kind of loaded. So it is what it is at the top of the, the freaking helm. But, I mean, I'm excited as a Hawks fan. I think we – I think we've got a uh, a little bit of hope for the future. I think we probably still need maybe one, two more pieces, but we're we're getting there. I mean, we're finally on the up and up again. Yeah, I'm definitely. I mean, I'm definitely ready to uh, to see what happens. And I mean, hopefully. I mean, I haven't. I've told you I haven't really been keeping up this much this season. But uh, I don't know. Maybe maybe this new head coach maybe will get me to. Uh, Start watching more games. Well, so, fun fact, Nate McMillan was the head coach of the Pacers when Paul George was giving it to the Heat every year in the uh, Eastern Conference Finals and everything. Um, so he's he's well-respected. He's a really good coach. Like I said, we just get another piece or two. Um, and as long as they all gel, Nate McMillan, he could be the answer. I feel that. I feel that. Speaking of answers, I feel like a lot of Americans' answers have uh, our questions have now been answered. Uh, now that we uh, have a new round of stimulus checks uh, popping up for everybody, Jared, what do you uh, what do you think about that? Uh, well, I guess I'm thankful because uh, I've got two kids, and even though I've got a well-paying job and everything. Um, I qualify for the full amount because of my tax status and all. So, um, for me, it it doesn't mean as much as it does for others, because a lot of people have lost their jobs um, and they've got more bills to pay. So, um, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I guess for a lot of people, it's going to provide some much-needed relief. It's a shame that they couldn't help those who lost their jobs and were more impacted like for a longer period of time because other countries yeah. like Canada I think was sending out monthly checks 
Um, so if they were able to send out monthly checks to a lot of people, I think that would have been really cool. Um, because now uh, Biden's talking about America going back to normal by like July 4th. So if you've lost your job at this point, um, the $1,400 here, the $1,200 back in whenever that was announced, and the $600 not too long ago, uh, I don't think it's really done that much for those that were really financially impacted. Um, I like the child tax credit that's included in the bill because some people will be able to benefit, especially children, um, and they'll be able to use it for like daycares or child care or whatever. Um, so I mean, for a lot of people I imagine it's, it's pretty good. For me, hopefully it's a vacation, and I don't mean that to <laughs> sound, well, actually no, for me it's probably going to pay off debt. <laughs> yeah. But, um, I mean, I don't know, I just, I don't want to come off as a, God, what's the word? I don't want to come off as a... Like, uh, what, kind of pretentious? Yeah. I mean, I don't want to come off as pretentious because necessarily I don't need the stimulus check. Um, but there's a lot of people that do. So, for them, I hope it helps a lot. Uh, I know somebody that makes a lot more money than me. Um, he works where I work, and uh, I won't release that information, but... Uh, <laughs> He makes a lot more money than me, and he actually said when when they got the $1,200 back on the first package, um, he didn't even use it. He just gave it to charity. Oh, wow. Like a local shelter or something like that. That's great. I mean, that's that's I mean, that's, that's putting your money to, to good use. If you, I mean, if you don't need it, and you know of people who do need it, so that's good. That's really good. Um, but, yeah, I, I mean, I'm definitely glad that these are, these are hitting, but, I mean, I've gotten a, a better job recently, and so it's not like I necessarily need it either. But, I mean, it, it's definitely good to have extra spending money in my pocket for uh, for stuff. I mean, definitely I've, I've, I need money for just, you know, life's little things. Like my car uh, kind of got messed up a few weeks ago, and I had to put like $300 into it to fix it because uh, at my job I do a lot of driving so i'm always in my car so I, I definitely needed to have it fixed um yeah this is just a lot of americans that that need help and i mean it's not it's not the full two thousand dollars as as uh president biden was was uh promising whenever whenever he was campaigning for the uh no this this is exactly what he promised he he said that it would be two thousand including the six hundred dollars that everybody just yeah, got that came, but I'm I'm yeah. saying I feel like we were promised full two thousand dollar payments instead of and instead of it being fourteen hundred to supplement that six hundred to equal two thousand. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I feel like another six hundred wouldn't have wouldn't have killed them in the oh, yeah. package, but um, I mean, yeah, technically, I mean, yeah, I guess I don't want to come off as pretentious, but the stimulus is meant to go back into the economy. So even people like me just spending it on debt or whatever, you know, then it technically does its job. Um, oh, yeah. So, I mean, people get money to spend it, so. Yeah. Um, but no, a lot of people are going to be able to use it. I don't really know about that whole July 4th goal. They're, they're basically assuming um, there's going to be enough Americans getting the vaccine 
that we can start to kind of return back to normal. Uh, Wyoming fully lifted their mask mandate. That's where I work. Um, but obviously at my job I still have to wear a mask. And I live in Colorado, so we, we wear a mask all the time. And Colorado, who is mostly a democratic state, you know, uh, they've, the governor recently renewed the mask mandate for another 30 days, but he said he's looking at states like Wyoming who said, hey, you can uh, not wear the mask outside. We're going to make the kids still wear them in public school. Um, and then it's up to the businesses if they want you to wear a mask or not in the stores. So he's he's thinking about getting rid of it too, um, apparently. I don't think he will, but... Uh, I mean, who really listens to businesses? Like, especially, like, down here, uh, you, yeah, they have a sign at, at the at the door that says, masks, please, uh, masks required, all this stuff. People come in without a mask on, like, like all the time. And yeah. then I, I saw, I was at a uh, Target the other day, and I saw these people come in, and there's somebody standing in front at, like, a little kiosk, and they have masks and um, sanitizer and everything for people. And they offered them masks, like, I mean, a free mask. You, you, you wear it 20 minutes while you're in the store, get out, take it off. But uh, they, they just refused uh, to, to wear a mask, so then they, they just kept going. Yeah, well, that's Georgia. Y'all never had a mask mandate, so people never thought they had to listen to any of that crap. And, uh... Now Texas, they just, God, the governor there was just like, hey, everything's open now. <laughs> yeah, fully opened everything. That's, whew. He's like, masks off, business is open, go back to normal. Like, we're going to act like the uh, disease doesn't exist anymore. Yeah, but, um, you know, one thing, though, that, I mean, hopefully we can move, uh, we can move back to normal soon. But the one thing I'm just excited about uh moving forward is going to go see Candyman in the theaters, man. That's it. That's all I want this pandemic over for. Like, I'm telling you, by the end of the year, we're going to be back in the movies. Uh, don't be surprised. I know Marvel's hoping to release Black Widow in May in theaters, like, only. But, no. They're going to wait. Um, it's going to get delayed again to maybe September, October. Because then you can start to fill up the theaters. And I feel like that, that, like, that better be one of the best Marvel movies of all time if they're going to keep delaying this movie and not just putting it on Disney+. Plus. You know what I'm saying? Like, that, that movie better be... I think they're just trying to give Scarlett Johansson the respect she deserves because all these Avengers, you know, all those movies were released in theaters. And uh, I think maybe they almost feel like it'd be a disservice to her if they just let it go to Disney Plus and make so much less money than any of the Marvel films would in theaters? I mean, is she... I mean, she, I'm, I'm sure she's not dumb. She knows that there's a there's a pandemic going on. I mean, but she probably already also knows people want to see these movies. Like, I don't... Another movie's not going to come out until that Black Widow movie comes out. So, I mean... If she's the reason why it's being held up, I'll blame her. No, I don't think she is. I think, uh, and if you think about it, uh, there's a reason why that's not going to Disney Plus and other movies like Mulan are, 
because when Mulan hits the theaters, it's not going to make as much money as, say, an Avengers movie. Oh, like, yeah. Mulan was probably already going to not make any money. So they probably felt comfortable releasing it in theater, or uh, on Disney+. Plus. I mean, I mean, I feel like Mulan would have made some decent money in theaters. I mean, for the nostalgic, for the nostalgia uh, associated with it and everything. People our age going to go see it, maybe taking their kids and stuff like that. I'm, I'm done with their nostalgia. They need original ideas again, instead of live action remakes. I mean, they just released the the that Raya movie. Yeah, I know, and I'll probably see it soon. Plus. But it's also in theaters. That one's also oh, in theaters. Yeah. Okay. Um, but so um, I mean, also speaking of Avengers and the theaters, did you see where uh, Avatar has once again overtaken Endgame to yeah. become the number one movie of all time? That means that Endgame is probably going to get re-released in China next week to try and overtake it again. <laughs> I mean, I, like I don't, I don't know why, why people hold so much weight to this to the to the number one box office sales. Uh, of all time, everything, but, but, uh, I mean, just let the movies live. I, I definitely don't feel like people should be re-releasing, uh, Avatar, which is, uh, an 11-year-old movie. Well, so China is basically back to normal at this point, and everybody's going back to the movies like normal, um, and so they released Avatar again over there. Uh, just because America, you know, makes a ton of movies, and since we're not making any right now, yeah, Avatar was able to take the global spot again. But if I'm being honest, and this is my personal opinion, maybe people agree with it, maybe they don't. Avatar is a better movie than Avengers Endgame. Uh, I'll, I, w- I wouldn't say that. I feel like visually, yes, visually, yes. That that, that movie, especially for the time it came out in is a marvel but uh you know the the main thing they're fighting over is a thing called unobtainium so dude is it really that good Endgame literally has a straight hour of nothing going on like that movie could be cut down to where it's not three hours long what what's that what's the what's the nothing going on dude there's so much extra crap during the time travel stuff that they don't need like the the entire building scene the drive to new asgard there's a bunch of scenes in there that don't need to be there because it's just boring like if you if you go back and rewatch the film i'm telling you here's what i think i think avengers infinity war is more deserving of like a global box office record than avengers endgame because avengers infinity war is just like non-stop start to finish it's like an excellent action movie and it's got all these characters that work well but Endgame gets so jumbled up and then the last hour of that final battle is just a huge CGI mess okay so you uh, you obviously hate uh, the work they do with CGI uh, over no, no, no. Uh, MCU because no, this, no, no. Was, this is the second time in two weeks that you have said that uh, that Somebody, that that a work at MCU has been a CGI mess. Nah, that's not what I said. The last time I mentioned CGI, it was DC because of Wonder no. Woman. The last time you mentioned CGI was the the last episode of WandaVision. Uh, episode oh, oh yeah, yeah. You're like, yeah, that last yeah. battle was a CGI mess. Yeah, I don't like the big messes. 
but I'm telling you. Like, what do you classify as a menace, though? Like, what, what do you mean by menace? Is okay. Is it just because they're using a lot of CGI? Because, I mean, I, I no, feel no, no. like those scenes look great. There's a difference. Like, Infinity War, the CGI looks really, really good. Like, they put a ton of work and detail into it. But literally, everything, you know, the animation is just so choppy in Endgame. Because they've got that huge battle. Like, Tony Stark's suit looks different every other second. So I don't really like it. Are you watching these movies with, like, a magnifying glass or something? Like, a, are you are you just, like, hey. using a telescope to find every no, 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 small no. detail? I, I've never looked you bring... at... Looked at uh, Looked you at bring... game that was like and was like, yo, that CGI looks like shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, you could definitely argue like at the end of uh, Black Panther, that, yeah, that that one didn't look too good. But like, I, I feel like they did some of their best work with the with the end of fight in Endgame. Nah, man, Endgame's pretty crappy. Like, honestly, it's not as bad as Black Panther CGI battle, but it's pretty close. I mean, at the end, it's just so shoddy. Uh, wow. I mean, you just got to go back and rewatch it, dude, because I'm telling you, it's, some parts of it are okay, like when the original three are battling Thanos, and, you know, then Capless, Molnir, uh, that part's pretty good, um, but then after that, when all the characters start coming back, it's pretty jumbled, it's, it's hard to, like, keep track of most of it. Well, I'll tell you what, my favorite bit of CGI in, uh, in Endgame is when, uh, Thor steps out, and he, and he, and he, you know, all his battle gear comes on, and his like beard gets braided and everything. Like, yeah, that's that's like that's the best that's the best thing in Endgame, hands down. That's pretty good. I like Cap versus Cap too. Um, oh yeah, that's good. Which mostly isn't CGI. Uh, it's mostly him versus his stunt double most of the time. But yeah, um, like I said. I would just go back and watch it. Like, I know for sure Ethan has said that he has almost the same opinion, that Endgame is kind of a big mess and Infinity oh, War is wow. better. What, the one thing you and Ethan agree on, you're, and you're sticking to it, you're clinging to it, uh, I know. Like, it's, uh, like it's a cliff and you're about to fall off of it. But um, you know, I'm, not saying anybody... the mo I'm not saying the movie's bad. I'm just saying that I think Avatar is probably better. Uh, I mean, I don't know. Uh, like I said, the main the main thing they're trying to fight for in in Avatar is is a or called unobtainium. They could have made a better name for it than uh, than unobtainium. I mean, the name is kind of dumb, but you know, I mean, literally. So when you go back and think of stories, you don't have any problem with like the 2014 Thanos coming to 2025. And beating everybody up because that's not their Thanos. At that point, none of them really have any type of interaction with them whatsoever. Like they killed their Thanos in the first five minutes of the movie. Yeah, but I mean, of course, like he uses um, his daughter's like memories and stuff to to see what he does to him and everything. And I mean. He just comes. He just comes to the future to 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 clean it up. Uh, I just don't think it hits the same. Like if it was their same Thanos that snapped his fingers in Infinity War, coming back, then it probably would have hit different. 
but that Thanos literally has no idea who they are. Like that whole scene with Wanda, when she's like, you took everything from me. He's like, I don't even know who you are. Because it's true. He hasn't taken everything from her yet. But I mean, still, like, what do you, do you, do you think 20, 2019, uh, Thanos even knew who she was either? No, all he yes, did Yes, he did. How did he know who she was? Like, all he knew that was that her boyfriend had the Mind Stone and he wanted it. Sometimes that's all he needs. I mean, he didn't know who Gamora's parents were, and then he just, like, straight grabs her from her home planet. But I, I feel like Thanos is, I mean, he's going to be Thanos no matter what time it is. You know what I'm saying? No, he, Of course, that, that Thanos that kicked their ass was an older, and uh, in, in Infinity War was an older Thanos. And uh, after the five years, he was even older than that. But um, young Thanos, 2014, ready to go, battle ready Thanos, kicking ass. That was, I mean, that was good. No, that was man. good. I like, I like the time travel. I like the way they did time travel. But honestly... Uh, when Tony Stark just straight up kills himself to get rid of that army, like, that's not even his Thanos. So, I mean, to me it would hit a little bit different if it was, like, their current time Thanos. I mean, if that if that Thanos could have still got the, got the stones and did whatever he wanted to with them, that's their Thanos at that, at that moment in time. Nah, it hits different. Like, he doesn't know any of them. <laughs> I get you. I get you. Um, and anybody, if anybody on the off chance ever sees this at, at uh, Marvel Studios or Disney, I mean, we love your films. Uh, I, I do. I mean, it may not seem like uh, my co-host here loves your films, but uh, I've watched every single film. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we we love them. But I thought like we we got off what, of what we were talking about in the first place. What were we even talking about? We were talking about the stimulus checks, right? How do we talk? How do we jump from the stimulus checks to Marvel? Seven degrees, man. I don't even know what that means. It's like uh, it's just like conversation points where you're talking about one thing, and then you're like, oh yeah. Speaking of that point, that reminds me of this. Yeah, but um, somehow we got off on that, and then we we got we were talking about something serious about the about the stimulus checks, and I was I was gonna make more light about it uh because i mean of course we're gonna jump back into some tales from the internet but this one's gonna be about stimulus sex also known as stimmies on on the internet to the to the kids stimmy 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 but um they're, they're, i've seen some i've seen some really good stuff on the uh stimulus checks um uh, on twitter so far the uh this year and it, it's so good um so I'm just gonna probably list off about three of them, three of the three of the, my my top three. And really, I've just only searched STEMI, and I'm just gonna scroll through it. But um, here's number one: fourteen hundred dollars STEMI hits. Me at Chuck E. Cheese. Give me the rat. <laughs> and I mean, here's a bonus one. Uh, I saw one that said. Uh, Bank account four hundred fourteen hundred dollars. Me at Red Lobster. Uh, yeah, can I order the whale? <laughs> but um, I don't I don't I don't know if you're aware of uh, the future memes, like the, you know the rapper Future hit the the memes about him being uh, extremely misogynistic 
and and manipulative to women? Uh, no. But okay, so there's like a picture of him that everybody uses of him like texting on a phone, and like he's trying to pretty much like manipulate a woman because he's like trying to be fake remorseful about about how their relationship ended. Yeah. And everything, and he's like kind of like apologizing and being like and then at the end of course he says you don't have to respond to this just have a good have a good day and all that stuff so uh, so here's a here's a good one heard about the stimmy i guess this is payback for my 1400 mistakes i didn't give you enough credit and it's gross i'll just leave you alone but to be honest i took so many l's this year it'll be nice to finally get a to get a W two and they have it as like W hyphen T O O. No need to respond. Just hope little bro been working on his jump shot. <laughs> so King of Misogyny uh, future. And for number three, and I mean this is a video one, so I mean I guess I could play the video, but. Uh, it says me calling the IRS to see where my STEMI at, and it's a, a video clip from Breaking Bad. So I'm just gonna I'm gonna play the audio from it. No, I get I shouldn't call, but I'm in situation over here, and I need my money. I just gave you six hundred dollars. No, I get. <laughs> <laughs> so it's funny because the IRS really just did give us six hundred dollars. So, of course. Good lord. But yeah. That's that's gonna be that's that wraps tales from the internet for uh, the <laughs> stimulus checks. Dang, those were pretty good. Thank you. And uh, as we close it out here, you know we we got tales, but here's some really old tales called MTV shows you forgot about. All right, now if you grew up in the same time as myself and ABG here. Well then, you probably knew that uh, MTV had some shows back in the day, and uh, I would like to focus on a few of them. Do you remember the old dating show called Next? Yes, yes, that's the one where people just like they come out of like a van or something like that or behind a curtain. Yeah. And and then the person who is looking for the date. If they don't like them, they can just say next, and then the person leaves, right? Yeah. I, yeah. I, I really almost forgot all about that show until you said it. They had five women, like, on a bus. Well, uh, it was men and women, depending on who yeah. was the person dating. And literally, you could come off the bus, and even if they didn't like your looks, they could just say next, just and say the person and goes back to the bus. Up out of there. That's and, hilarious. And then they, like, do dates with, you know, five different people throughout the show. Uh, it's pretty crazy. Um there's another one, maybe you know about it, it only lasted for like one year, um, it's called I Want a Famous Face, and it usually focused on um, people who were trying to, uh, you know, change their face with plastic surgery to look like celebrities. To look like a celebrity, wow. No, wow. I, I never watched that. Um, there's another one, I, I only saw a few episodes of this, but it lasted for like four years, called Dismissed. And it was basically where one person went on a date with two people at the same time. And uh, literally they would go on dates as like a thruple. And they would basically just decide at the end, oh, well, I only like one of you. So, boom, 
you're dismissed. Sheesh, I couldn't do that, man. That's that's too much. I I I don't want to be on the same day as somebody to compete for one person. I know. Nah. Um, and then going down to my last two, these are probably the most cringy that I remember, and they're still pretty funny to this day. Uh, there was one called uh, Parental Control. Maybe you remember it? I, I feel like I've heard of it, but I don't know if I've seen it. It's literally about the parents playing matchmaker for their children, where they don't like their current uh, boyfriend or girlfriend. So they go through their own list of people that they have to go on like three dates with. And then at the end of the show, their kid has to decide if they still like their original boyfriend or girlfriend or if they like one of the people that their parents picked. And it usually made for some great reactions because in this show, uh, while their daughter or son was going on dates with the other people that they picked, yeah, they literally would have to like sit on the couch with their current boyfriend or girlfriend and watch them go on the dates. Yes, okay, yes, I have seen that. I've seen that. Yeah, like the and the parents are like talking crap about about the about the uh the yeah. boyfriend or girlfriend the whole time. That's yeah, that's that's so weird, yeah. They'd be like, "You see that? He just he just like opened the door for her. Why don't you ever do that? You're not a gentleman." <laughs> yeah. Um and then the final one that I I want to bring up and this is probably the most cringy and weird to me. Um, it's the show called Date My Mom. And it's it's not like what you expect. Alright? Literally, um, one man would date three different mothers during each show. And basically, they would go on dates with the moms to see how he would treat their daughter. <laughs> and he would pick which mom he liked the best at the end of the show, like to see whose daughter he wanted to date. So you can literally get any any person, like yeah, any person behind this behind this mom, like it yeah. could, like you could literally hate their daughter. That's right. But, but the basis is like if you if you like the mom, then she raised this this daughter or son or anybody, and. You're gonna like them. Yeah, exactly. I've, I've never seen that. Jeez. That one only lasted for like two years, but it's yeah. it's still pretty. It's up there in like the cringiness and all. Like you see, like my my favorite ones. I like. Uh, I mean, I guess you can count this as a reality show. It, it was more like a competition show, but um, like a game show. Um, Silent Library. Was oh yeah. Really good. That was really good. I feel like Silent Library inspired some of the Impractical Joker skits that they do now. Probably. I mean, I don't, I don't watch enough of Impractical Jokers to, to say for sure or not. But um, then I watched a lot of, um, like, my Super Sweet 16. Yeah, that was on the list too, but I didn't think it was, like, the most cringy of the, the shows. I mean, if, if, some of those, if some of those people that were throwing those, if some of those kids that were throwing those parties were throwing enough tantrums and yeah it, it got cringy yeah it got super cringy but um yeah so uh, mtv they used to have a really good selection of uh game shows and reality shows and everything like that but now it now mtv is just like the ridiculousness channel yeah basically um i did enjoy robin big and um fantasy factory though i like oh, those yeah. but i don't like ridiculousness it's just like you know, Tosh.0, so... I mean... 
I, I like ridiculousness like when it first came out. Yeah. But I mean, nowadays, if I want to watch funny videos, I don't have to watch it on a TV show dictated yeah, exactly. by, by their time. I could literally just go on TikTok or Twitter or anything like that and, and watch it. Do they still make new episodes of Ridiculousness? I think so. I mean, I don't know. Maybe they are. I, I saw a picture of uh, like an MTV uh, block. I think it was probably a block for like a few hours. It's probably like four or five hours maybe or for like maybe a whole day. Yeah. It was mostly Ridiculousness. Like, how do they get away with playing that show? So Rob Beardick has to be like swimming in money. I mean, I would imagine he is. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, hopefully, if you listen to that, you got a little blast from the past because those were those were some pretty great shows back in the day. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, you know, as we close it out, I wouldn't really say I have too many thoughts this week. I'm just looking forward to. Uh, Life continuing on. Everybody's starting to get the vaccines. Um, looking forward to living again. And hopefully, you know, more warm weather out here where I'm at. And, uh, you know, you can find me on Twitter at Jared Evans. And uh, that's about it for me. Um, yeah, closing thoughts for me. Um, I don't know. I don't really have too much either. Just, just looking forward to another week, uh, you know, life. And trying to get to this to this money in the uh, in the ever in the ever, never ending race that they call life that ultimately ends in a coffin. <laughs> um, but, unless, uh, unless you're me, my wife and I aren't getting uh, put in a coffin. Well, I mean, it is it is really dying anyway. But um, yeah. Um, as usual, thank you to everybody that's that's been showing support, showing love the show to me and Jared uh, giving us uh, criticism, constructive criticism, uh, unconstructive criticism, being mean. It doesn't matter. As long as you're talking about it, cool. But um, thank you to everybody. And yeah, don't forget to wear a mask. Wise words. Also, you can uh, find me on Twitter at Young without the O underscore ABG. You can find us on Twitter at unheard underscore of pod. That's going to be the same on Instagram and Facebook. Uh, search us up. You're probably already a friend of one of us. You might have already seen it. Uh, YouTube, follow the link. We we usually regularly post those links on uh, Facebook. So yeah, just check us out. If it's your first time listening, uh, I hope you guys enjoy and continue to listen, tell your friends, share us and everything. So, yeah, that's pretty much it. All right, and, yeah, we didn't know if we'd have much for you this week, but as usual, we start talking, and then the show just goes. So, <laughs> um, another great week, and as always, we love you, we hear you, and we hope you hear us. Hear it unheard of. And once again, I'm Jared. And I'm Arthur. And this was Unheard Of. Yeah.